0: Hey girl, welcome back to the show. You're gonna want to hang out with me today because we're talking about over That's right, all the things exercise and how you can make peace with exercise. If you've been feeling guilty about missing a workout, listen in to today's show, you don't wanna miss it. Go ahead and share it with a girlfriend that might be trying to come up with her new workout routine for the new year and you just need to let her know That it's okay to rest. It's okay to listen to your body. I'm calling all of my cardio queens. Feeling guilty comes from the enemy. Feeling guilty for missing a workout, it's disordered, and quite frankly, sis, it's time to level up and change this dynamic. I can't wait to talk to you more about this in today's episode. Here we go. Hey, girl. Welcome to the Her Best Self podcast. I'm Lindsay Nichol, former competitive figure skater and perfectionist, turn God-led imperfect boy mom and digital CEO. If you find yourself constantly thinking about food and wondering if you'll wake up one day free from the obsessive thoughts and behaviors controlling your life, then I've created this podcast for you because I know exactly what it's like to be a downright hot mess trapped in the destructive cycle of disordered eating. I finally found freedom and you can too, girlfriend. So if you're ready to heal your relationship with food and body and break the chains of control and show up in your best health, then grab your favorite Tarjay journal and let's get to it. So you can start living your best life as your best self. Hey sis, do you feel guilty if you miss a workout? I am calling all of my cardio queens and my Peloton princesses today because we are about to go into the season of diet culture drama. And I call it that because in a world of New Year's resolutions, in a world of gym selfies, before and after photos, and all of the fads, it's so hard for us to actually understand what it means to actually have a normal, healthy relationship with our body and our exercise. Body movement is extremely good for us and the American Heart Association states that three days per week of physical activity is recommended. According to the US Department of Health, adults should aim for 150 minutes per week. We know the benefits, we know that it helps with managing our stress levels, we know that it helps maintain our strength, And of course, don't forget the endorphin rush, but there is an invisible line that exists here and says maybe you've crossed it. I know for most of my life, even being raised in a culture of figure skating where I constantly was putting so much pressure on my body to perform, it was so hard to understand that this invisible line exists between this healthy standard of exercise and this harmful obsession of exercise. You see, there are different terms that are used to describe overexercise, and no, this is not in the DSM-5. However, people refer it to exercise addiction, which is basically you're hooked on these positive feelings, these endorphins, right? The rush of compulsive exercise. There's anorexia athletica, which is anorexia plus the need to overexercise. There's exercise bulimia, which is when you're using exercise to purge calories, all of which are extremely harmful and all forms of excessive exercise. And if you struggle with excessive exercise, then I just want you to know there's no shame in the game. There's no shame because we grow up and we're raised in an environment that puts so much emphasis on being healthy, but yet there's that invisible line of where it ends and becomes extremely harmful. And many of us have crossed it, especially if you're in a world of high performance or you're an athlete, a swimmer, a gymnast, a dancer, a runner, you name it, sister. Majority of my clients come to me with a background with unhealthy relationships, not only with food in their body, but with exercise. Did you know that in 2020 a study was done and eatingdisorders.org talks about this? But if you experience exercise dependency, meaning you're an over exerciser, you're actually quadruple, quadruple, four times more likely to have an eating disorder as well. Here's the problem. Society just tells us that we need to push harder, that we need to do better. And then if we don't go to the gym on the regular, or we don't have this new year's resolution to get back into the gym, then you must be lazy. You must be average. This plays into the eating disorder mind. You see, because majority of us are perfectionist. Majority of us are not basic. Majority of us feel like we have to constantly be striving and performing and thriving in order to succeed at life, in order to be the best. So so if that's you, I just want to give you a virtual hug because that has been me my entire life. And the truth is that as a professional skater, I constantly put my body in a place of exhaustion. Even when injuries occurred, I kept trudging ahead. And when I was in the trenches of anorexia, I actually remember running around the block after eating, or before eating, or if I had a day of eating something out of the norm, to where my heart would have physical palpitations. My physical heart felt like it was bursting out of my chest, but I needed to do one more lap and punish myself. This is, quite frankly, sister, self-sabotage at its finest. Many clinical professionals and facilities actually require that you cease all exercise completely and refrain from exercise and recovery. For me, that didn't work. And I'm just going to be honest with you. Again, this is my show, you're welcome to stop listening right now. But when I gave myself permission to eat, I gave myself only part of the healing equation in the beginning of my journey, I actually found myself compensating in the exercise department, because I was fooling myself. Actually, my eating disorder brain was fooling me and bargaining to believe that if I could eat a little bit more, it would be okay because I could just burn it off. I knew that I might not be able to completely do both cold turkey. I knew that I wasn't gonna be able to jump into my meal plan and completely stop exercising. But what I had to do first is give myself the permission to rest. Sis, today I'm gonna to talk about how you can make peace with exercise. I'm actually gonna give you five steps to do that right now today if you struggle with this because you're not alone. I have struggled with this and it's hard to do it completely cold turkey. There are benefits to limiting exercise completely, but if you're one of those people that you have just upped the ante and up the ante and you're doing so much physical activity, and the mere thought gives you anxiety to completely let go of that. I do believe that you can find peace with exercise in the process of your journey. In a world, in a culture where we have that pressure to win, that hustle to go harder, run faster, do it better, become stronger, I want you to know this has created so much dysmorphia. It's not reality and what actual healthy movement should look like. If you find yourself here today, again, no shame. I just want you to sit with it, sit with it. Here are some signs of overexercise. If you struggle with this or maybe you're kind of teeter tottering and you don't really know if you exercise too much, maybe you exercise every day, no matter what. If you exercise every day, no matter what, or close to every day, regardless of illness, regardless of injury, then you fall into that distortion of overexercise. If you feel guilty, maybe you have mood swings if you have to skip a day of exercise or you have a break in your routine. If you constantly are feeling chained to a time on the treadmill, wishing you didn't have another 20 minutes, but yet you do, wishing you could just get off, but yet you don't, then this is struggling with overexercise. If you do not allow your body to rest or you have very few days of rest and recovery, and you find yourself doing random sprints, random crunches, random compulsions, this is a sign of overexercise. If you skip activities with others, or you isolate to go work out instead, this is a sign of overexercise. If you're using exercise just like I did to compensate for food intake, this is underscore, 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 a sign of overexercise. And especially if you're obsessive over the calories that you're burning while you're exercising. The other thing that I'm gonna talk about as a major sign of over-exercising that I noticed in my personal journey was that I became extremely defensive. If anyone tried to challenge my routine, tried to throw a monkey in the wrench, if anyone tried to get me off my kilter, tried to tap into my gym time, I would become like a monster. I would always find excuses. I would get extremely defensive. And if they were like, Oh my gosh, you're always at the gym. Why do you have to go to the gym again tomorrow? I would actually feel superior to them. Well, it's fine if you don't want to go to the gym. But that's just a part of my life. And that's what I do every single day. And I have to go and blah, 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 blah. blah. And I never miss a day, or very few days. Sis, this isn't the way we're supposed to have a relationship with exercise. You see, it's all about what's behind the thing that we're doing. It's all about the behavior. And we've turned to exercise as a coping mechanism. And exercise can be a great coping mechanism. But a lot of a good thing can become a bad thing. If you haven't listened to episode 22 of the show how yoga gave me freedom and permission to get off the treadmill, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to that episode because I share more about my struggle with excessive exercise and I also help you grant yourself the same permission. So you're sitting here, you're wondering, what are the steps to make peace with exercise? Like what is the tangible thing that I can do today? Give me some tips. Number one, I want you to acknowledge the intent behind the behavior. Acknowledge your reality. If when I was talking about the signs of overexercise, you saw yourself in that place, I want you to accept where you are. If you don't face it, you can't change it. If you don't feel it, you can't heal it. If you don't acknowledge that it's there and you just say, oh, that's just who I am, then guess what? That's just who you're always going to be. You're absolutely right. But the truth is that body movement is good for you. But at the rate of this overheightened every single day, the intent behind it is not to have a healthy body. The intent behind it is to purge calories. The intent behind it is to maintain what you're doing. The intent behind it is to keep losing weight. The intent behind it is to make sure that you don't gain weight. The intent behind it is not to be healthier so that you can live longer. The intent really behind it is to restrict, to overcompensate, to bargain. It's playing a game. You can't win the game of life if you're giving in to the game of distortion. So I want you to acknowledge where you are and the intent behind it and just be present there. Be present there. Number two, I want you to break down the belief. What is the real why behind what it is that you're doing? Why do you find yourself up at 4 a.m. on the treadmill? Why? What is the reason that you won't allow yourself to rest? Acknowledge it, break down the belief. What's the real why behind the behavior? Number three, it's time to eliminate triggers. The Fitbit's got to go. If you are counting steps and you're in recovery, I want you to ask yourself, what is it that is benefiting you from counting your steps and trying to heal from years of an eating disorder? How is that helping your progress? it's a trigger. If you feel chained to a Fitbit, if you feel chained to social media accounts where we see all the fitspiration and all of the people that are in their before and after photos and all of the new weight loss methods and all of the celebrities that are hitting the gym every single day and never miss a Monday and all of these hashtags, is that helping you Give yourself permission to rest. Is that helping you form a better relationship with yourself and exercise? If the answer is yes, then keep doing what you're doing. But I have a feeling that the answer is gonna be no. And if the answer is no, then why are you setting yourself up for that place of sabotage? I want you to delete, defriend, unfollow, and unsubscribe from all those things that give you that heightened anxiety, that if you're not doing exactly what everyone else is doing, and I'm quoting, you can't see me because nobody is really doing and living up to that standard, but we're so worried about what other people think of us and we're not worried about what we think of us. Sis, you're worthy of a rest day. You are worthy of a rest day. I don't care if you put on your gym clothes and you lay on the floor and you stretch, that's a win. That's a win if you're used to every single day with the intent, remember, intent is important, with the intent to go to this coping mechanism that has become a harmful obsession. Number four, I want you to listen to your body. When is the last time you've listened to your body? When is the last time you've paused? When is the last time you've rested? When is the last time that you've sat and soaked in mindfulness? When is the last time that you acknowledge that you're freaking tired? And guess what? You have the weight of the world on you. And on top of that, you're healing. You're still healing. When is the last time you gave yourself pause, rest, reflection, and prayer? Number five, grant yourself permission to heal. Do you know that you've been suffering for probably a really long time in this place of overcompensating with exercise or overexercising? If you've been pushing harder, and doing more, and just you never feel like you can catch a break. I want you to grant yourself permission to heal. If you skip a day at the gym, you're not bad. You're not lazy. You're not unworthy. There is not a gold medal for torturing yourself. There's not. And our culture is praised. I mean, we actually praise people to get up for the 5 a.m. workouts and the hardcore workout extremes. You're allowed to sleep in. You're allowed to opt for one last minute on the treadmill. You're allowed to opt for 30 less minutes on the treadmill. You're allowed to forget the flipping treadmill. You can find other ways to move. And what I wanted to share with you today is that if you feel anxiety about the thought of just eliminating Workouts or eliminating what it is that you're currently doing in your routine right now, that's okay. And in a place of a disordered relationship with food in our body, and of course, exercise too, it's really hard to disrupt our routines. And that's why it's so important to find someone that you can get accountability from and help and support. That's why I love showing up here and I love pouring out to you. I would also love to work one on one with you. So if you're looking for additional support with this, or overall for your recovery journey, I would love to bless you and to hear your story and connect with you. You can find me at lindsaynickel.com. Go out, fill out a client application. But girl, one thing I want you to start thinking about today is how can I remove the hard in my life? And yes, I might have feelings of laziness. I might have feelings of anxiety because I feel like I have to be doing the thing because I always have. That's normal but where can I feel it and not be it? I can feel lazy and not be lazy. I can feel like I want to go run around the block and not go run around the block and instead go make myself a healthy snack because I know that that's moving me one step closer. What I want you to know is when I dealt with this in my own life, I had to cut back. I had to cut back. Maybe for you today, sister, that means eliminating five minutes. Start small. Maybe that means eliminating one day of exercise start small. What does that look like in your current dynamic? Can you grant yourself that permission? And another thing to add in that will make it super fun is reward yourself for the positive behavior that you do. So instead of slamming yourself in the gym going crazy, where can you reward yourself for cutting back? For me, it was, okay, I'm not going to run around the block today. I'm going to walk. Then I'm going to go make my snack. Then I'm going to reward myself with, I don't know, a new pair of boots or a manicure or sitting in front of the television watching my favorite show. Like, what does that look like for you in your life? Because we have to reprogram what our mind believes is truth. So doing this little by little is what I feel worked for me in my life. And so I encourage you to just think on it today. What is a goal that I can put out there for myself this week? If I'm an overexerciser, can I do one thing to eliminate something to make my life easier for me? Can I allow myself permission to sleep in one day? Can I allow myself permission to let those thoughts come in when she tells me I'm not good enough and not worthy enough because I didn't go to the gym yesterday? Can I sit with them and go, you know what? Today I'm enjoying my day with my family. Today I'm resting. Today I'm nourishing. And today I wanted to share with you the verse of the day. It's Romans 15 13. May the God of hope fill you with all the joy and peace As you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Sister, there is hope and there is freedom and it is available to you just as it has been available to me. You can find freedom from overexercise. You can find freedom from always having to go do the thing and when you don't even feel like doing the thing, but you feel guilty if you don't, you can find freedom I haven't even exercised this whole past weekend. I enjoyed time with my kids. I enjoyed time with my husband. I enjoyed time just enjoying time. Allow yourself to pause and rest and be. You deserve it. You're worthy of it. And I believe in you. I can't wait to talk to you on Thursday. Bye for now. Oh friend, thank you so much for letting me share what was on my heart today. My hope for this podcast is to help more women Find freedom from food and body. If this has empowered or blessed you, let me know. I'd be honored for your rating and review of my show. And I'd love to connect with you in my private Facebook community. You really can move from perfection to purpose. Let's break the chains together. I'll help navigate the way. Until next time. Bye for now, girl.